This is the Jordan Irish Show, episode two. Tune in weekly for our unique take on couples' advice, inspiration, and insights. Don't forget to follow us at the Jirish Show on Twitter and Instagram to find out more. Welcome back, episode two. Welcome back, episode two. Uh, love that repeating new um, stuff. Uh, yeah. uh, Twinsies. Twinsies. Uh, yeah, you've lured me into it now. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> all right, just to refresh everybody, uh, welcome to the Jirish Show, the Joel and Irish Show, uh, shortened into our little portmanteau. But yeah, our podcast is just detailing our unique life experiences as vegan, interracial, entrepreneurial life partners. So, uh, yeah, it has it's been interesting recently for uh, Yeah, it's been interesting. It's been a while. When when did we last record our episode? It wasn't Yeah, it was probably now what, two, three weeks ago at least. And yeah. we have been meaning to try and get into this regular habit because mm-hmm. this is going to be something that is yeah. part of what we do, but we've just had so many new things going on. Yeah, moving parts. Obviously, yeah. The passing of your beloved grandmother, yeah. um, and just yeah, life sometimes obviously gets in the way. But we're back, and we've recorded a couple of topics. You've obviously recorded your eulogy. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we've been been busy still. Yeah, I mean, obviously as well. Uh, I've had my stint on the radio as well. Over. I know, so official. Yeah, I know, I know. And, like, you know, even talk of Series 2, obviously, of the of the one-on-ones, but then even scope for other shows and stuff too. And so, uh, yeah, just how much stuff has come and is coming so fast. I mean, mm-hmm. for me, it's just crazy that last weekend I was... The Indian Observer's 50 Moments of Food for 2018. Yeah. The next weekend, I'm pick of the week on on the BBC for Mm -hmm. the show that I've done on race and ethnicity. So I kind of feel that, yeah, we... You've got some momentum going. Yeah. uh, And obviously, high five to you because you have been a large part in helping it happen and obviously helping maintain that now, but... Teamwork well, makes a dream work. Exactly. We'll talk more about that a little later. But I think you then you have a, a, an interesting topic to, to talk about. To... Yeah. So I was reading about Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. And I found out actually that her first name isn't Meghan. It's Rachel. Is it? So. Is it isn't, ain't that just her name from the Suits? I've She's... never seen Suits. Her name is, is it her, her name in suits as well? Her name is yeah, Rachel Rachel Zane. Rachel Zane, I think is her well, name. That's yeah, yeah. funny, maybe they took it off From, her in a way. But her real her name Her real name is Rachel Meghan Markle. Oh. So she's she's gone for the double M as nah, well. I, I, like, I, I as like an that. actress. I like that, yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Um but yeah, obviously they're gonna get married, I think it's the nineteenth of May. Mm-hmm. So they've invited 2,600-odd people, normal people, um, to the wedding. Okay. Obviously, including staff and people around them that they wanted to have on their wedding day. But, yeah, it just kind of reminded me of, obviously, the, um, the homeless scandal that they had of removing all the homeless people in and around 
London and for the wedding and just yeah. having like more reports and more spectacle media um, in and around that wedding period. Mm-hmm. Um, but then coming from that article, it also had a question saying, is Meghan Markle the first mixed race member of the royal family? And it actually got me wondering because I don't know, to be honest. Um, we've watched The Crown, mm-hmm. season one and two. Um, excited for season three. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, um, yeah, I must admit, I don't know every single detail of obviously the royal family and the history. And I know the basics. Well, I would say that in this country, there was even a film, I think it might have been called The Bank Job, by Jason Statham in it, that touched on a, a story that mm. was meant to be based on a true story of a bank job that was set up because in one of the safes at the bank yeah. was photographs of, I think, the Queen's sister, who we've seen even through the crown, was like, you yeah, know, a bit of yeah, a... Yeah. You know, she, she, yeah, yeah, exactly. But when they they have an island in the Caribbean that the royal family go to called Mustique, and I think there was evidence of dalliances with, Mm. yeah, in essence, like you know, the locals, locals. yeah, and and that evidence was photographed in a safe, and so that it was. Why would you keep the like? Well, well, they didn't keep it. Someone else had it as leverage. I see. who, Who was there? And so they knew that the pictures were there. Yeah. And so I think MI5 or something knew that this person is holding them. And so they gave these guys, like, you know, a tip-off. Go and rob this bank. You keep sure, all the diamonds, yeah. do everything. But whatever you find in this drawer, you give to us. So it was, a, it was that yeah, kind of story. Yeah, yeah. Good, great film, actually. I wonder how well it would have dated if we, if we used to watch it again. Maybe, maybe have a look. But I just think that, yeah, I mean, that was a, a recent story. Yeah. But, I mean, there are so many... Uh, examples in history that I mean we know before the camera mm-hmm. paintings are the subjective of course I mean even when you look at lighting I mean it depends what light you're painting in if you know you're painting by a candle as well it changes your perception of light and also how they perceived people and how they wanted to maybe seem lighter, they might have painted a different well, skin colour altogether. Well, well, definitely. I actually, in a, an article I read uh, today uh, about race and how people even classify themselves and how they're classified, and there's a study that was done over, I think, over 30 years, mm. and it was saying that apparently there was a, a bias towards people that they've seen as a more... Uh, success you have if you get a college degree yeah uh, these things are attached to your name people assume a a fairer complexion Mm -hmm. a a lighter how you're seen and even how you see yourself yeah even in in classification and the more likely that you are if you if you don't achieve those targets you fail you do Mm -hmm. this you're assumed to be darker and you even see yourself as such uh, apparently and it says that over a period of time you saw that people's uh uh, take on themselves that like, even change depending on how their their lives have gone. So it is interesting, but that's so the- interesting because obviously very quickly yeah. <laughs> pulling it back to modern day and age and how you've got all these apps where you can obviously change your 
I mean, you can put filter over filter yeah, yeah, over yeah. filter and face tune your face until, mm-hmm. you know, you look like you're made from plastic. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's quite interesting. Because hmm. I would see as well, with photography, I mean, with something that we both love. Yeah. I've seen photographs where... Kate Upton, like you know, the blondest American yeah, white girl, yeah. she can look like she's black because it's those pictures that are taken the exposure with the black and white photographs yes. where the skin looks really dark and the blonde hair looks really white, uh, and, yeah. and it makes her skin look dark as a contrast. Mm-hmm. But in, adversely, I've also seen pictures of, I mean, again, I won't say Serena Williams, but I've seen pictures of, say, Beyonce, Ciara, uh, and other, like, even Nicki Minaj where even for how African their features are, with certain lighting, they can look like white women. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it is, uh, uh, I mean... Yeah, yeah, it's perception and... It is perception. Uh, and, uh, again, that people aspire to to whiteness. And still, it's, Unfortunately, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean... When you look at it on the on the, the, the slightly longer scale, I mean, it's, I suppose it's still just so new. You lot are so new. <laughs> We're the new team. Yeah, exactly. So everyone's trying to exterminate. We can't. Everyone, we can't. We can't all help but being all still. Like, how has how has the albino become so so smart? <laughs> I just yeah. I think I feel some level of permanent guilt. But then, do you think that's also why some white people want to now be perceived as black or want to join? the black team and kind of see it as a uh, as a culture that they want to I don't know I don't know obviously I, I, I do see that the, the solidarity with the idea of black is, is heartening I mean it's a great thing actually because it shows real empathy and a, a want for commonality obviously my problem with it is that while I don't identify as black when people are trying to attach their empathy and their compassion towards blackness it, it means that they're still seeing your identity as this uh, objectified other that they can lend sympathy and yeah, charity to. Yeah, they can to. dress up. Exactly, in, as opposed to like seeing someone who can be a teammate, a peer, someone who you can yeah, empathise with they rather don't than dress sympathize. up African. I feel, as in, they don't adopt African culture. They don't wear African clothes. They don't. Um, no. have African traditions but this they, is what I mean yeah black culture exactly. is I don't understand how wearing like Louis Vuitton with like with Louboutin trainers and, and driving a Range Rover and, dri- and wearing a Rolex and wearing a Rolex all these things are from European brands but because they are what popularised by by, sure. by black people inverted commas wearing them mm-hmm. it now becomes well I am being black and I'm supporting black culture yeah but I suppose it also comes to similar to Kim K, like tan, surgery, um, building your, you know, booty, which doesn't come natural to everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's interesting, but I feel like I'll kind of drift it off from... I, I, still, I still think that was a... It's uh, I mean, part it's, of it. Yeah, it's an interesting interesting conversation still to, still to have. Yeah. I do often... Uh, I do often wonder... Uh, I mean, both of us today, we saw <clears throat> the new Iggy Azalea <laughs> video uh, with Quavo from Migos, like, singing the hook yeah. on it. 
was I think it was called Savior or some somehow the, the theme the theme of the video was she was in a, it felt like a rip off of Madonna like a prayer some kind of it old, was a mixture of all kinds of popular culture but, but um, she just looks ridiculous in in my view like she doesn't even look real anymore but it, but exactly what it looked like to me was there was this famous woman probably a little bit before your time. <laughs> called The Bride of Wildenstein, I think is her name. This this Jocelyn Wildenstein, I think is her name. Mm. She's this New York socialite, and she's that famous woman. If you see her face, you'll know she's the famous one for having the mad plastic surgery yeah. where her face just looks totally effed. Uh, and that was that is generation's... She that, is she, was she an actress? I don't think she was. Like, I, I mean, I'll actually get out for you while we're talking. But yeah. like, I feel that, that in that generation, that was what the... the, the, the where the surgery went to, but obviously all these things have got better and better and better. Exactly. But now as we, exactly. But as you look at her though, I mean, what I was going to, the point I was going to make is that it just reminds you how much of this white privilege that Iggy Azalea gets to not only make what in essence is this black music, but she using money, black, but she buys into black culture because she, like fetishizes and creates the this this, this Sexual, sexualized yeah. body and this look whereas I think even where this conversation of the 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 the, the color on people looking one way or another came up because in my mind I still can't help but I think she's trying to look so much like Beyonce or she does she was trying to be yeah. Beyonce on the top half and yeah. Nicki Minaj on the bottom half and yeah. she's just trying she's to be the white like, version you know, of all Rubik's of the best black women and you've got she's switching it up different. Sides. Wasn't feeling, and obviously, like I mean, as I said, then just like just the irony of that is that that Quavo from Migos for the culture, like is he's just for the money. He's not. No, I get that exactly, but I mean, what this is what annoys me though when I'm having conversations or we're trying to have even conversations within our relationship and in life about what will be the culture for our children, what will be the culture moving forward in life. Yeah, but people are conflating what is that real informal education mm-hmm. that you need to survive in this world with your formal education but people are, are mixing up this commercialized idea of a hip-hop culture yeah. as it is sold and thinking that it is the culture because mm-hmm. culture is the brand on the front of it but it's just it's just so not that and just to hear him i mean i know he wasn't even in the video it was a chorus you hear in the background I know, I get Still it. Though, he, I get it. He got the money. He got the money. He did. He, he didn't even. He was, I'm not doing the video. Maybe he was like, you know, he got my that, verse. He paid. Mm. It's done. Or he might have even done the verse and sold it to the record label, and then he sold it without the contract, and then they gave it to her. I don't. I don't know the permutations. I'm like, I ain't gonna yeah, go. I ain't gonna go for him. Quite... All I know is that it is. Yeah, it just reminds me of why all of that music is just. It's dead. just. It's dead. It's it's noise. It's noise only. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I'm the uh, yeah. She's she's famous. The the, the Jocelyn Wilson, mm-hmm. that woman. Oh yeah, that famous yeah, I face. That face. We'll have to make sure that on uh, the the Get cart a we'll, yeah, we'll, put, we'll put a picture of people with Jocelyn Wildenstein. If you want to look her up, though, yeah. Uh, and I feel that yeah, this this augmented reality of uh, similar to the fear I probably had for a lot of my life about tattoos is yeah. What happens when you're old with all of this? With all of this <laughs> stuff in your body, Tattoos in your... are normally fine if you obviously look after your body. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, once it obviously gets super saggy or let's say 
you gain heaps of weight and then lose it or something like that, it will do a madness. It can do a madness. Um, especially if, if obviously you had a baby and your stomach area stretches out and comes back and God knows how many times. Yeah. Um, but also they fade. And I think this is why a lot of the tattoos start to look a bit poorly. Yeah. Because they fade and they kind of, you know, it's okay if they become a little bit wrinkly. But yeah. once they fade, it looks a bit, mm, it all blends in a bit more. And I think as well, maybe this new uh, generation of tattoos, similar to that, this new generation of surgery, everything, is done better. Because I think I grew up seeing just weird old white people in East London with faded old dragon yeah, tattoos like, and old bulldog tattoos. Yeah. Something and I looked something I looked on. at those kind of people and thought, oh my, is, is yeah, that Yeah, you've got to realise as well, those people might have not had the budget to obviously fly to another country, which is what obviously young people do nowadays, and go to a specialised tattoo shop and... I mean, not everyone gets a drunken tattoo in mobs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it ends up on, uh, what's that program called? The Tattoo... Tattoo Tattoo fixes? Shoppers. Fixes, yeah, that's it, yeah. Yeah. Oh, dear, yeah. Now I hear that, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I think we should... Within that, where you started with Meghan Markle, I think, informs us quite well as to... Our next section, which today will be frequently asked couple questions. Yes. And on the subject of Meghan Markle and... Prince Harry. Um, yeah, one of the questions we get asked a lot, I think a lot, a lot, a lot, is do we want to get married? Uh, it's like high-pressure question because people always kind of like laugh and think that they mention it in like a nice funny way because it's what everyone does and so you know it's going to be like oh you're next you're next and I'm just looking at them blankly like hmm next in what though because what next in divorce next in you know pain and sorrow because it doesn't always go the way that you want it to and I feel sometimes the bigger the wedding Mm -hmm. The worst of marriage. Uh, yeah. Do you know what? It's it's. I I would I love I love this subject because I've been thinking about it a lot. Mm. I mean, obviously for us, but also just thinking about it in general. general because similar to mortgages, which like you know, rich people have, and all the <laughs> fun saw, questions. Yeah, I know, you're looking at me like, where's you going with this mortgage? Which, as you know, in French, means death contract yeah i'm sure it does because it sounds you know like mort is death and yeah gage's contract like the death contract and similarly like i've been researching like matrimony uh wedlock however you want those words they just literally sound like a prison sentence exactly well again i'm i'm i'll just i'll just touch briefly on on a few of the a few of the things about it, but like I've I've looked into I've looked into this whole like wedlock <laughs> idea, yeah. And from what I can see, it has always been uh, a contract which was mainly for 
men to have monopoly on a woman's labor services, mm-hmm. her sexuality, uh, and 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 her, and her reproductive organs, and yeah, to give apparent legitimacy to your to the children. But it was in essence like a, a, a work. It's a work contract. Yeah, and it is. A contract, which is why for all of the ceremony side, mm-hmm. underneath all of that bit that you have for your friends and family, you go and sign yeah. a contract with a registrar. Yeah. Similar to how, I mean, already, I mean, not to de-romanticise for our listeners, but we already have businesses together. Like we, yeah. we have we have people sealing out. Exactly. Right. We, we are contractually in something together where it's just me and you together yeah. as equal shareholders, for better or worse, of whatever happens with the company. Yeah, exactly. Uh, 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 but the, the parallel to business, based on what you just said as well about the, the failures, the div- uh, divorces, the how much you spend, mm-hmm. is similar to what we see with even those our similar friends or similar people with business contracts. Oh, for the sure, more yeah. the more that people spend the on trying to yeah yeah that people at the beginning I want to get the I want to get the fancy new letterhead paper before we mm-hmm. start the company I need to get the company car. I need to do this. I need to get all of the props, but I yeah, haven't thought of actually yourself into a, but, a yeah, mad but you haven't thought about the actual grade. business. You haven't thought about how the business is going to work mm-hmm. and make money. You thought about how we can have a great launch of the business. And this is often what people do. I feel with their marriages that they know how to launch a business. They know how to have a party, but they don't know how to maintain a business. Do the repayments we, on that. Exactly. Well. Because similarly to how we, we, we see like as consultants creatively for people who we've helped them at the startup stage when they're full of excitement, full of come round, let's have cake, let's have food, yeah. let's do this. We love, they, they love taking us for, for dinners and talks and this. And yeah. they, there's that feeling of I'm a businessman and you're, you're doing what it feels like you do in the films or yeah, yeah, in, yeah. in, in the, yeah, it's this kind of movie esque idea of I'm making things happen but then the actual day-to-day of it arrives and it ain't that yeah you were on a high but obviously it works off and then you just sober up and you look around yourself and you're probably in debt by that time i mean you might own a car but do you actually own the car you might own a phone but do you actually own the phone like you might own a house but do you actually own the house and then you get yourself into wedding debt before or after having children um i just think it's a madness and if don't get me wrong if you have the money for it if you have the family set up um by all means go ahead for yeah an an alliance that makes sense for you well yeah if you know if you're um if you're quite wealthy it's another business and if that business does great, and this is another asset to your business, as in your wedding day where, you know, you invite all these people and they invite you to your wedding and you, you know, it's just a big trade show almost. Yeah, expo. Um, expo. <laughs> so if that's the case, amazing. Like, go have your Pinterest wedding. But other than that, just get a dress on ASOS and be with the one you love, but, you know, keep it, keep it real. And I don't know, don't overspend and go crazy because if you love each other, you've already got the basis. It shouldn't matter. It really shouldn't matter. Even just showing off online, all these new like wedding, you need to have a wedding video now 
and it needs to be you know published on YouTube and hoping that you're going to go viral or just all of these silly things if you like I said if you can afford it if you've got the time for it go ahead you know amazing but if you don't don't just stress about it. Don't, don't make that become your, your be all and end all. Yeah, thinking about the big, the big day. Wedding for a whole year, it gets the day, and it's not even your day. But You've I mean, organised it for you. I mean, did you hear this week as well, Anthony Joshua? What he said about what his, did he say? His, his, well, the thing is as well. Again, this is from this is this to me reminds me of the tiny temper thing. Like he's a boxer. He punches people in the face for a living. Yeah, like. Why people are holding him to an account that they don't even hold Boris Johnson, the foreign secretary, like to, to is beyond um, is beyond me. Yeah, but anyway, why, I, I'm, I'm obviously look I'm very different. Exactly, but I'm not going to go into that because yeah. obviously what he, what it is that he said is that he's got a niece. Mm-hmm. I'm paraphrasing here. I don't remember quite what he said, but roughly he said that he's got a niece and he's got I think and he's got his son and, yeah. and he said that how he's raising his son he's like yeah he, he's going to do like man things he's going to be like an alpha boy he's going to be like oh, man I think I heard about this but then yeah. he goes but Denise like well she's just got to like figure out life to, to be a good wife one day that's mm-hmm. that's her that's what it's going to be mm-hmm. and obviously people are like all again similar to Lewis Hamilton jumping on oh why, why are you why are you limiting why are you pigeonholing why are you it's, it's the life that he knows it's the life that, it, that he that, like, in all it, I, fairness is he raising her that's his niece. He's so, a, why should it be a problem him saying that in the first place? Well, his opinion. Well, I know. But, <laughs> I mean, it's an opinion. Opinions change all the time. And everyone's allowed one. You know, as long as you're still being respectful, he didn't start name-calling his own... No, 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 it was all... And so, I, I think... You know, but people as well, they all, they, oh, it's, again, you get hold to this standard as well when you're this, uh, when you're yeah, this, you get hold to this standard when you're also not white European, yeah, and when you're, and yeah, general. and when you're pedestalized, like, yeah, black, and, and because already now people have pinned all their hopes and, and dreams, and so to allow it to come crashing, something like that, ridiculous. I don't remember how we segued to, to this from marriage, yeah. I mean, because what I was thinking though was as you was, you was kind of giving it the, it's like maybe I, maybe I had some like some some ideas for for, Aww, for proposing. But on, you on, always have these on, ideas on YouTube. Like one day we're gonna go in a helicopter and we're gonna get all Kanye about it. Well, look, I like well. What I also would like to be on the record is that I also recognise that there is an element of marriage, which is also aside from the other the contractual, the obligatory side, Mm -hmm. obligatory side is also the, uh, the companionship side, the, 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 the consideration that we, that we, the commitment. Exactly. Which is quite lost nowadays. Well, well, exactly. And so what I was going to say is that where I may not necessarily think, again, just from studying like, you know, the history of like, you know, of matrimony and also to know that you and I different to maybe a lot of people that we're talking about and people Mm. that we've met don't really have like, you know, much capital or we, we basically, we, we as 
what we intend to do with our lives move mm-hmm. our like you know future children our legacy in essence is almost we are the f- number one of one we are the first of yeah, this new definitely. line of traditions that we want to create uh, and so i think in that vein like it, i would also love for us to create our new vows and again escape all of the words which are so loaded like matrimony i mean again it comes from a word with to do it's to do with uh obviously matrimony means mother mm-hmm. uh and i think the last word means like union or act mm-hmm. so i mean again it is it's just encoded with other meanings that the relationship as it stands in how the world so outdated. it's exactly the same as how our education system is outdated yeah. how people are eating food is outdated and we've taken the time to unpick stuff like christmas birthdays animal agriculture it's, yeah it just feels almost like we've been disingenuous so why would you unpick all of these things but then not unpick marriage sure. or unpick these other institutions that have existed for for how long and they've never been updated yeah but you it's for us to be the updaters surely yeah so yeah i mean i agree well i'm yeah well i'm glad you agree because uh yeah i've uh i've been thinking about some some ways that different to then uh uh a formal or like you know or the the normal idea of an engagement Mm -hmm. a way to 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 in essence, show a token of promise as to where we're going to go and what we're going to, to achieve. I mean, again, if you if you look at it, <laughs> paralleling it to a business, the engagement is almost like uh, an appraisal or and with like a gardening period, <laughs> isn't it? Like it is like right, okay, so what yeah. am I gonna? And then if you achieve these things by this time, then you get this yeah and get the marriage and then yeah, it's all these steps and this is it's steps to uh, and so i mean again maybe that's also something to unpick we'll uh we'll look into it but needless to say i will still surprise you with something but i mean again as well like i mean there, there's no within this within this space as we're as we're discussing it there's room for you to surprise me with something. I don't know what, but I mean, who who knows how these who knows who knows how these things work? We're, the point is that it doesn't need to be traditional because I don't feel like we're traditional in the sense that um, we both don't come from super traditional backgrounds, um, and we've both adapted to different cultures and different ways of living over a period of time. And so, yeah, I just, I think I've always been quite turned off by um, weddings in particular. I don't necessarily mind the idea of marriage in the sense that um, you're making a commitment to a person and a promise. Um, I just, yeah, I've unpicked quite a lot of things that obviously I don't want. Um, but I find it quite difficult to know what I do want and I think the only thing that I want at this moment in time is to obviously be together in a loving relationship where we mutually respect each other which is what we already have and so the only reason why 
we would have to make it official in that sense Mm -hmm. um because it already feels official to me like we've been together for quite a long time we've lived together for almost that entire period um we know each other really well and we do love and care for each other so we we need a piece of paper because other people need a piece of paper or you know the government needs a piece of paper like obviously well, brexit the, the, is happening we're we're <coughs> gonna be traveling together and well yeah have children together and so by all of that um i mean one of the things that i thought of recently as well is that if one of us were to end up in hospital and you know you have the kids or i have the kids and we're trying to see each other mm-hmm. um that would become more difficult if you're not married in that sense and so all of these kind of little things that are like barricades yeah um, we have to adhere to the rules of the construct while we exist within it yeah to similar extent. to the fact that you're you don't identify as black but mm-hmm. obviously you live in a construct where you can't escape it and I have to tick that box when and it you comes have to, to just tick that box mm-hmm. and so I feel like we're doing that as well in a way um, by like possibly having a civil partnership um, yeah I've just I think for me it's just I'm quite a practical person mm-hmm. and I like to not worry about things like or oh, what's going to happen you know if, if something happens to one of us and um especially you like if i were to suddenly pass away um would you still be entitled to having the children or would they suddenly think otherwise like you're a man and you know like all of this kind of casty like so many things that i would think of more practically um rather than we already have the romantic side. Yeah. Romantically. Um, well, I mean, again, from just the fact that we are able to discuss it like this, I feel, again, as much as people might balk at hearing it, it's just like starting another company. I mean, but instead of it being at company's house, it's just going to be with the registrar. Yeah, I but, just feel like you've got less surprises along the way. I've, maybe when people get married, they... I mean, maybe you, you know, you wear makeup every single day and you wear it to bed and you put some more on in the in the morning um, and you just kind of have this mask on and then once you get married, you just kind of become a slob and never put your makeup on and that kind of stuff. And so I think there's a lot of things where you're doing your dance until you get married and then when you get married, you just let yourself go. Yeah. And... I'm. It's not like I'm afraid of that, but obviously I don't want that to happen. Are and we, so are, I don't so feel are we, like. Are we both still being like super sexy for each other? <laughs> well, I feel like we're being quite real with each other. Like I'm not wearing yeah. makeup today. Yeah. There, there's days that I wear makeup. There's days that I don't wear makeup. But I feel like we're quite. We've lived together for a long time in a small space. Like we're. When I met you, you didn't wear makeup. Yeah. Good point. Ding ding. <laughs> exactly. So, like, no one can say that it was uh, on this makeup thing. Superficial. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we've, uh, it's not really been yeah the making of our relationship, but I think as well, 
the, the, as you said, that honesty that we have with each other is what has, it's what is making us so invaluable to each other too. Because people would, would still admit that outside of their marriage, probably most people would admit that outside of their marriage, they have their strongest relationship. And whether that relationship even be with their, like, you know, their mum, their yeah, dad, their brother, friends, their best yeah. friend. Most of the time, the, the strongest relationships that, maybe even whether or not they'd admit it, but looking from the outside in as to watching their engagement and hearing and watching their, just the nature with people. Yeah. I see that a lot of people, yeah, their best friend isn't their partner. Mm-hmm. But I think that for us, whether or not it's also by uh, whether or not it's by default <laughs> rather than necessarily by choice, we have in this recreation of ourselves as the people that we now both are, we've kind of like evolved as each other's best friends a, a yeah. lot, a lot more than because you you know more about me and the uh, the me that has evolved from where I was at the beginning mm-hmm. of our relationship and similar for you as you said. Yeah, I mean, even just sure. in that revelation of that you didn't wear makeup and we both at meet and yeah. you worked in an office and we were very different times yeah and I think so there has become like a, a spirit of us that we have evolved together that for me lives in in itself yeah and whether or not on a different plane like on a on an astral plane on a on an, an an energy plane, I mm-hmm. feel like our, our bond and connection, like yeah, above and beyond what your arbitrary paper can say. Similar to how we know that New Year's Day, as we know it, the thirty first of December, mm-hmm. astrologically and geologically or anything, has no meaning. Yeah, it's just it's just a random day, like mm-hmm. and then the, the day moves on. Whereas like you know, New Year's of other cultures, it's just. Similarly, like the paper of one culture has got so many people just like really just like locked in them. Yeah, yeah. As you said, girls are brought up from from the day they're born already to be in princess mode, dress mode, For wedding sure. dress mode. Yeah. And to work, well, you're working towards that day. Yeah. And men are working towards a day of of. Not that day for the same reason, but the day of which then you start your family with that woman who does X for you. Yeah. And. Yeah, I mean, as well, both of us have been children of divorce uh, uh, Yeah, as well. and in a way I've been quite lucky that um, I've not really been pushed into it either. I feel like maybe some girls get pushed into it a bit more, maybe by their mums or, you know, by media that they see or... Um, although I've seen, like, wedding films when yeah. I was younger, I didn't really see it when I was a child or it didn't really come up in my mind and as well like I have been to three weddings in my life Mm -hmm. so it's never really been like a thing that I went to see lots of weddings when I was you know little and looking up to the bride and sometimes I hear people say like oh my people in my family got married or you know friends of your parents got married and so, yeah, I've never really looked up to that. I've, the only thing I've looked up to is my grandparents um, being together for so long and their marriage is quite strong. And, yeah, I look up to that. 
Yeah. And uh, something that we were talking about recently as well is some of these milestones that we've seen with each other over the length of our relationship, which, yeah, it's long, but it's short. I mean, Mm -hmm. time is temporal anyway, but just to know, though, that in the time of our, like, relationship that we have uh, celebrated your grandma's uh, 80th. 80th birthday but we've also seen your great grandmother pass mm-hmm. we've seen my grandmother pass uh, we I mean again you've seen new life in like you know the, some my, my younger cousins obviously I've come and met younger people in your family and yeah. people who have come to uh, Nijmegen to come to see your grandma for her 80th birthday yes. who otherwise may not have other and so we've kind of got such big touch points in each other's life as well yeah, and sure. the impact that on like you know that we've made with like you know the other when with the people in each other's lives yeah, uh, definitely i think all yeah it all kind of counts or something and i think it it has helped us to understand each other as well more in relation to other people and uh i was going to say that yeah moving on to uh, the, the the section of this week in Jairus, I think it is a great way to tell people that we have also now entered into another new relationship. Yeah. I'm just trying to read the, at well, the, the re- same time. Well, yeah, I mean, and the, I think that the conversation we were just having there yeah. about uh, marriage was big enough to cover both of our sure. interracial and couple. Sure. Was, we, we talked for a it while was, there. Yeah, it was quite big. But, uh, but as well, where we're going here, I think, continues the conversation, but I just wanted to give it a title so people just wondering, like, where, where you, yeah, you just keep sense. on talking on and on and on. Makes sense. But um, yeah, I, our became, new, our I new became relationship. your manager. Can't believe I'm saying this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know, it feels quite strange. Uh, in a way, it feels strange, but in another way, it doesn't because we manage each other anyway. I feel on a personal level, like not overly manage expectations, life, life expectations, but more in the sense that um, we remind each other of things that we need to be doing. Um, I ask you to do something, you ask me to do something. Like, fair enough, it's not a complete manager role but I feel like we have management elements in each other's lives because we want to improve ourselves and each other yeah and so it came quite naturally in the sense that you needed more help with things that you just can't juggle yourself you know not because you can't do them but because you don't have the time to do them or, and again, actually, sometimes I have time, but I don't have the necessary bandwidth because of how my mind is partitioned. Sure. It's like trying to get, like, my like my Android mind to do, like, Apple tasks or something. <laughs> like, it's just, yeah, it's... it's I, I could get it if it was configured for me, but sometimes these things just don't work for me. And so I'm so grateful to have you helping me with those things. But I think it just draw, it goes back to the conversation we were having before in as much as we have developed our relationship I feel to a place that we were able to have an honest conversation about our strengths and weaknesses and recognising that in some places our strengths and our weaknesses overlap Yeah. but if we're going to succeed together in a relationship 
we're both going to have to let go of some of our strengths and work on some of our weaknesses yeah, for so sure. that we can protect each other's blind spot better. Mm-hmm. But at least it means, though, that the majority of my weaknesses I can let go of yeah. and the majority of your weaknesses you can let go of because we can be strong for each other in sections and then just know that the other person has got yeah, the other. Yeah, the other side. Mm. Because, yeah, um, people may be able to tell people who know me but I have, like, you know, some control freak elements to me and it has been difficult in this new management role to allow yeah you've been independent for a long long time Mm -hmm. um from quite early on um and i mean so have i but obviously you're ahead of me time wise and so i understand it's really hard to let go and um I'm trying to be, like, respectful of it as well, but sometimes I forget that you're letting go of a lot more than you used to. And even, obviously, me moving into what was your flat, um, that was already so much letting go and so much control. And um, So, yeah, I'm just very grateful that we that we're in this position where we can trust each other that much. Yeah. Like, yeah, you now not only have the keys to my house, <laughs> the keys to my heart, but now the keys to my head as well. Oh. Uh, that is, I was going to say the most romantic, but actually the most scary thing I've ever said. And <laughs> um, when you no. have keys to your head, well, like, I mean, you have your well, own I, I do, I do, I do. But I suppose mm. it is good, though, to know... I plan to do things with people on dates that I, when I'm there with them, I look them in the face and I honestly mean that, yeah, I'll be there on the... But I don't write it down. Yeah, and then you I, don't and have I leave. a calendar and you and don't like, I, 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 yeah, I rely on my memory for everything, but sometimes like I, I start thinking about something else, like what's for dinner? <laughs> yeah. And then, that idea, and then all of a sudden, I'll see that person's face randomly on Facebook, just like maybe the day of the meeting, go, Oh, sh- oh and, then, <laughs> and then I've got to make something up and then it becomes weird when it didn't need to be and yeah. just by offering that that talk that we both listened to about aggregate efficiency yes. and like how low people's aggregate efficiency is mm-hmm. I think that yeah what we will now both be able to do for each other is help up each other's aggregate efficiency Yeah, you are very good at like maintaining relationships at uh, just like yeah just being I suppose maternal being very yeah I definitely quite emotional and I think maybe sometimes that can be in my favour and that can be my downfall at the same time but yeah. I think I'm just trying to focus on um, the positive sides that I can bring to you and also I mean I have worked in other roles let's say you know when I was working in an office and managing people's diaries or travel plans or other things mm-hmm. um which you know come to good use now yeah and obviously I'm thinking of some of those brands that you've done like consultancy and working for exactly. doing doing their social media and thinking of new ways to do outreach and so yeah for me I have just always I feel to express the creativity that I want to bring and give to the world. I think I've been so often hampered by also having to be so focused on the 
my new shape because yeah. I do obviously still have like a way with words that are not necessarily creative words, mm-hmm. but with like devastating effect in like you know like legal letters and in uh, like in in business and in contractual writing. Because I mean, having a copy editing and copywriting background, but like it's just so good to know though that when those tasks are needed they are now yeah they're tasked to me instead yeah. i i work from i we i work for my brand with you mm-hmm. as the manager of me at my brand yeah rather than me just like aimlessly just let me do this today do that today it has been great we mm-hmm. have together as well with as i said previously you have helped me get to this point and i think it is you've helped us get to this point or yeah we have helped us get to this point i think we've helped each other in in more ways than one um feel like i've gotten a lot of confidence from you as obviously still have a lot to learn but it's definitely just helped so much and yeah i'm just looking forward to the next chapter that's excellent yeah i mean so yeah I feel that also Not then... bookings at Jay Brave, but... Uh, <laughs> Jay yeah. Brave manager. Yeah, so apparently, people, Iris is not going to... Hoe you out. She's not going to hoe me out. Like, <laughs> like, we keep on looking at the analytics. Like, I have... <laughs> I have I have a I have a great female fan base, and I just You thought, do, even your Facebook analytics will, you know, tell you that. But I just, like, you know, I just think that... I owe, I owe some love to the fans, no? <laughs> yeah, not not naked though. <laughs> Man, right, we're working on that, guys. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe in the next episode. <laughs> uh, so I think that actually staying in in, in this lane, then yeah, uh, for our our hopes and dreams as a closer. Uh, I mean, it ties in with all of this because now that we have an internal business, we yeah. Have, in essence, formalized our relationship and actually making the strengths of our relationship what we do. Yeah. We're creating stuff like this podcast. I'm doing like these different shows. Yeah. You're still like, you're, you're persevering and creating uh, amazing with your new book coming out, mm-hmm. your website, new recipes, new people who are coming for consultancy for, uh, for restaurants, for brand ideas, for implementing uh, some of these like yeah culinary ideas into new cultural spaces yeah so many of these different opportunities yeah uh i think we have so much on the horizon and Mm -hmm. uh, again we've been discussing how we now especially with the the tendency that we have where we're living coming to an end i mean it really has time for us to start looking at where we're going to where we're going to move and then within that starting to create within our new working relationship our emotional relationship all this like new milestones and how long till we move here and then when do we go on x tour and Mm -hmm. when do we do this and when do we do that and so i mean you know that for me my one of my hopes and dreams is to some of the TV shows and some of the scripts that I have written to have developed these conversations and this media presence that I'm developing to a place that I can have serious conversations with producers about making some of those shows and actually getting a show 
of real meaning and like an amazing story like out there mm-hmm. and knowing that my legacy is not only in commentary I mean again I'm so grateful for the already the, the response I've got from the BBC for yeah. conversations but these conversations aren't art it's my life exactly like i want i want i want to i want to do art mm-hmm. i want i want my art to be out there and recognized at this level too yeah. so so for me like yeah as well knowing that you can now support me in that so that the commentary side of my life which is yeah my lived experience doesn't have to be what frames and identifies me again mm-hmm. in the same way i don't want black to identify me i don't want to be the angry the moany the always yeah. preachy talking guy I want my art to speak and I can sit back in silence and enjoy it with other people. Exactly. And so, yeah, one of my hopes and dreams and similar to you with your handstand, uh, how's that coming? Not so well, I'm afraid. Um, I've got yoga lessons booked in because I had such a sore neck. I'm really afraid. I'm, I have this fear that I'm going to snap my neck. And so I've been looking at these stands as well. I'll post a link in our SoundCloud um, to help you aid with your hand stand. Okay. I think that would be a good idea because I'm starting from zero. Yeah. And I'm struggling getting to step one, let alone. Well, I think do what like, I mean. Unless just might... you hold me, but yeah. obviously that would still. I'll do that, but I mean, I was going to say for step one, another thing to consider as well was just doing uh, uh, just lateral raises, arms by your side, arms up, just to strengthen your shoulders and arms a little bit in preparation for yeah, holding your body weight. Yeah, I feel weight. like it's more mentally. Oh, you're mentally. Um, oh, you're... Because I'm, in my arms, I've gained quite a lot of strength. And so obviously, like, I. She definitely has. <laughs> <I'll> definitely <laughs> knock you out. Definitely. Um, yeah. yeah, I carry around objects all the time to which I'm thinking oh I'm actually stronger than I I think I am mm-hmm. and I think it's it's just a mental block and I need to train my brain as much as I'm training my body and train my body as much as I'm training my brain if that makes sense yeah well I'm yeah I'm obviously happy to assist now that you are getting over your cold, your snivels have gone in the last Yeah, the second hour, round... 12 hours, sorry. Yeah, second round of cold has come and gone. I'm feeling so much better, just generally so much better. I think once the snow melted, yeah, like everything inside of my body just melted and went away. Excellent, yeah, you look... You have a much rosier disposition today than you had all during the, the, snowy, the snowy week. It yeah. was... Oh, it hibernation a, it was a horror show but yeah i mean i mentioned that just because yeah i want to get back on assisting you then with doing your handstand i will help you because by motivating you to achieve your even if it's a short-term hope yeah. and dream i just want to keep you motivated and excited to be on the the jay brave team now yeah i mean again you've always been on my team we've, we've always been working together but i think yeah, it's just I've now this been by your side but I think there's a difference now in in the different role of uh, being more in attack mode in the sense of <clears throat> a bit more aggressive. And yeah, again, this is, I think the largest part of it is you've always tried to do these things for me, but maybe I've been the biggest barrier because I'm like, no, you've got, I've got to do it my way. It's got to be done how I want to do it. It's got yeah, to be. and it's hard when you let go of 
of control a little bit but obviously if you only let go a little bit it still feels like you're smothering me at times because yeah. you're just backseat driving and then I backseat drive you and just we get into the spiral of yeah then it becomes Mr and Mrs Smith basically <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah uh well yeah i'm just really excited about having you now uh as my manager i think that anybody will be able to hear over this episode there is a gusto from me i believe anyway <laughs> i i hear it in myself whether not everybody else can but i'm very happy uh with everything that is happening at the moment and yeah very happy to have you honey as thank my you. new manager oh, had to Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, yeah, I think that actually will be our episode today. Uh, hopefully people can glean a little something from that and definitely like hit us up on social media to ask us any questions about marriage, about like, you know, your views, what you think. Yeah. Wh- let us what, know. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know. And remember, it's that hashtag the gyrus show. So yeah. Uh, thank you all for listening and good night from me. And Good night from me. Bye. bye.